You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I am your host, John Cena Evil. Let's get right down to it. AW Dark Elevation. They start the show by announcing that Hiko Rushida and Emi Sakura have been announced to be in the Casino Battle Royal at the buy-in for All Out. Match number one, Daniel Garcia defeated the, the debuting Tyler Sullivan in seconds by submission with a sharpshooter where he bends all the way back. Jorah Joel gets his first win here, defeating Cal Hero easily with a pump kick. Matt Hardy comes out with Joel and tries to steal the spotlight during his entrance. Emi Sakura defeated Ashley Dumois. Sakura comes out with Lulu Pencil, who's from the Gato Move Pro Wrestling, one of Emi's students. Uh, credit to WH Park for informing me on who this is. Sakura wins with a double underhook into a backbreaker. Nyla Rose and Diamante defeated Big Swole and Julia Hart. Rose got the pin on Julia Hart after the Beast Bomb, and Diamante takes out Swole on the outside with a steel chain. Matt Hardy's backstage with Giorgio and says that he's proud of him, and that's how they do it in the HFO, and Matt Hardy wants to tell everybody in India that AEW will be shown there soon. So Matt Hardy tells Giorgio to translate that he's going to make so much money in India, but Joel just pretty much says that Matt is a big head, or has a big head, and um, he's just a little overexcited. Dante Martin defeated the debuting Adam Grace. Martin gets to win easily with a neckbreaker drop on the current ACW Heavyweight Champion Grace. Thunder Rosa defeated the debuting Laney Luck. Rosa wins easily with the Fire Thunder Driver. We go backstage where Jade Carr goes with Mark Sterling. Jade says that she doesn't really want to talk, so she lets Sterling talk. And he says how Jade is going to make history and win the Casino Battle Royal. But she does chime in and say that, always bet on that bitch. Brian Cage defeated Anthony Bowens with a drill claw. Uh, Bowens hung in there a little bit, and after the match, Hook ran out to the ring to distract Cage, while Hobbs gets in the ring and hits the town business, and Ricky Starks was there as well, talking trash in the microphone. Hiko Rushida defeated the uh, Heather Reckless, who is 0-1 here. Shida starts making fun of the much smaller Reckless, but she wins easily with the Falcon Arrow. Sammy Guevara and Fuego Dol Sol versus Chaos Project in the main event. This is the first time that Sammy and Fuego have been teaming up, but obviously they have a friendship here with the vlog, as well as being best friends. And Sammy gets to pin on Luther after hitting the GTH. Uh, him and Fuego definitely had the crowd behind them for this one. 
We go to Tuesday's AEW Dark. This is actually from the United Center tapings back when uh, CM Punk debuted in Chicago. And they start this show by announcing that Kira Hogan is also in the Casino Battle Royale. Chris Statlin defeated the debuting Celine Gray. Extremely fast here with the Big Bang Theory. Joey Janela defeated Robert Anthony. This is Anthony's first match in AEW since July 2020. I know it was a big deal for him to perform in the United Center with him being from Chicago. He does get a little bit of offense here, but Janela wins with the DVD. And after the match, we see the debut of Janela's new muscle, Kayla Rossi, a fitness athlete who's been training to wrestle recently uh she came in and gave anthony a power bomb emmy sakura defeated lady luck easily with the senton they said that sakura has come over here to the u.s with a one-way ticket and not only is she going to wrestle but she's going to help train the talent as well the men of the year ethan page and scorpio sky defeated matt fitchett and gpa gpa is also known as jeffrey percival austere and fidget um him and fitchett have both been indie veterans for a uh, over a decade now. Fitch is best known as one half of the final Evolved Tag Team Champions, the besties in the world with Davey Vega. Page pins Fitcher after the Eagle's Edge. Frankie Kazarian defeated Sir Pentico with the cross-faced chicken wing. And Layla Hirsch defeated the debuting Blair Onyx. Onyx is also from Moscow, Russia. She even did like a spider crawl at some point, kind of like Abaddon. But Hirsch wins in under a minute with a cross-arm breaker. 2.0 get another win over Travis Titan and Jason Hotch. Parker, Jeff Parker pins Titan after the two for the show. The Bunny gets a win over Sierra. She's also making her debut. She's actually the current OVW Women's Champion. But Bunny makes quick work with her with Down the Rabbit Hole. Ty Conti defeated Heather Reckless. Reckless attacked Conti before the bell even rang, but she paid for it as Conti destroys her in about a minute with the DD tie. QT Marshall gets a win over Evil Uno. Uh, Uno actually came out by himself in no Dark Order, so they're still uh, talk- talking about you know the fact that Evil Uno is having a little disagreement with the Dark Order. But because he had no backup, this causes Uno to be attacked outside by Dick Camerado and Aaron Solo. So QT Marshall does get the win after the Diamond Cutter. In the main event, Pac defeated Matt Seidel. Andrade and Chavo were actually on commentary for this match. And halfway through the match, they kind of get up and get in Pac's face. But they go back in commentary. This is definitely the best match of the show. I would definitely check it out. And this is actually the rubber match as they have fought before in Ring of Honor as well as Red Pro. Pac does get the win with the Brutalizer. We go to NXT UK where we start off with Eva Valkyrie defeating Jinning in a no disqualification match while Joseph Connors is trapped in a shark cage plenty of tables chairs laptops being used here but valkyrie gets the win gets her win back after losing to Ginny a couple weeks ago by hitting a driver on top of the chair for the win a male comes in and tries to challenge michael satamora for a rematch in the backstage but amelia mckenzie gets in her way and says that a male has to go through her first before she gets to Micah. We get a quick video with Isla Dragon all recapping his title win and what the future looks like for NXT UK. We go to another match in the Heritage Cup tournament. Kenny Williams defeated Oliver Carter. Kenny gets the first fall with a sunset flip in round two. Oliver comes back with a pin in round three with, with a scissor kick. And the finish came when Kenny gets the referee distracted by pulling off the turnbuckle pad and hitting Oliver with a steel water bottle for the pin. So Kenny will go on to face Noam Dar in the second round. We see Nina Samuels who walks into Sis Gala's office where she finds out that she has to, flare, she has to face Blair Davenport next week and she's not too happy about that we get another i love uh, vignette um with her collecting hairs i know a couple weeks ago she had amelia mckenzie's hair and now she has danny luna's hair so isla dawn is just the hair collector we get a promo video for tealman versus nathan frazier which is going to be next week for the heritage cup tournament and the main event in a knockout or submission only match rampage brown defeated joe coffee this match had a little bit of a more mma look i guess you can say a different type of mat instead of having the three pads in the corners it was one giant single pad and they fight all over the studio for this match about 20 minutes here brawling but brown does win with a doctor bomb and repeated strikes to the face and after the match joe coffee shows a little bit of frustration. NWA Power, this comes off of the Empower and the uh, 73 anniversary show from St. Louis at the Chase. So these tapings are actually from the Chase as well. So we finally get a crowd for NWA Power. The show starts with an interview with Camille and Tom Latimer who complain about the matches they got put in at Empower and NWA 73. And then the new NWA champion Trevor Murdoch comes in. 
and addresses that Nick Aldis is taking a sabbatical and he won't be here this week. But no matter what he may personally think of Aldis, at the end of the day, he respects him and how he represented the title. And maybe one day they can talk it out like men. He ends by thanking all the fans for allowing him to do what he has done and to make NWA 73 special. May Valentine's with the winners of the Champion Series, Colby Carino, the Pope, and Jack Stane. Uh, the, the mass mystery man, Sion, was not there. He refused to speak. Carino and the Pope don't really have an answer on who they're going to challenge for the Championship Series. But Jack Stane says that. Trevor Murdoch says that they will be someone bigger and batter and Jack's tease about possibly going after that title. Kyle Davis brought up the fact that his former Crimson might his former partner Crimson might actually get in the way after Jack Stane turned on him at 73. Kira Hogan defeated Sky Blue. After the match, Kira Hogan gets a Mickey James comment, uh, face, who she was actually um, ringside doing commentary. She really didn't say anything negative about Kira Hogan, so I'm not sure what Kira heard. But obviously, it looks like they're leading to a match between Kira and Mickey James. Actually, you will prefer Kira Hogan and NWA opposed to AEW right now. I know she's going to be in the Casino Battle Royale, but I feel like NWA might be a little bit better for her to kind of um, work on her art a little bit before going to AEW. Taryn Terrell, Genocide, and Paola Blaze are being interviewed about losing the six-woman match at NWA 73. And they say the only reason they lost was because of Lady Frost, which prompted NWA women tag team champions, the Hex, Allison K, and Marty Bell to come out and said that Frost did nothing. They did all the work. She just came in and got the win. Then uh, Paola Blaze gets in Marty Bell's face and asks for a title shot. But they said that she doesn't deserve them yet. So they make a singles match instead between Blaze and Marty Bell. And they both kind of get into each other's faces and start speaking Spanish to each other. Uh, Paola Blaze is the former Paola Mayfield, who people might recognize from 90 Day Fiance. Um, the new tag team champions, Rebellion, come out as well during this. since they are all, And they kind of side with the heck since they are all champions together. We go to an NWA Tag Team Tournament qualifying match as the Rude Dudes, El Rudo, who is also Sam Adonis, teams up with Nick Stanley to defeat the Ill-Begotten, which is Rush Freeman and Captain Yuma. Stanley pins Freeman for this match. They mention that the Tag Team Tournament will include nine teams and the winner gets to fight La Rebellion. So we go to La Rebellion and they mention the other eight teams of the Tag Team Tournament will include Mims and Sal Renaro, the Big Strong Boys, JTG and Colby Carino, Jordan Clearwater and Cyan the Mass Mystery Man, The End, Hawks Airy, Slice Boogie and Marche Rocket, and Aaron Stevens and Kratos. Make a wolf pretty much start saying how after they fought a hard-fought match to win these titles they're just gonna have to defend them against the winners of this tournament so they said that until there is a, a, a team to fight them they're just gonna go to mexico and they won't come back till there is some real competition chris adonis and melina start making their way to the podium next where adonis says that it's a shame that melina isn't on tonight's show and melina starts talking trash about camille uh and she says that she wished that camille would never speak which is odd since adonis is in strictly business with camille and he's actually wearing Nick Aldis' jacket, which is a little interesting. And then James Mitchell and Judias come in. Uh, Judias is the former Murphy from TNA. And he tells Adonis to enjoy his national title while he still can because Judias is the number one contender. Adonis tells them to bring it, but they walk away. Kenzie Page defeated Chelsea Green with a roll-up. It's a very surprising uh, upset here. But after the match, Chelsea starts transforming into her old hot mess gimmick. And she starts showing the spear makeup and everything. So that might be the storyline they're presenting here. James Storm gets interviewed and says that he stayed a free agent during the pandemic as his family is more important than money for him. And he used his time to spend with his kids. Austin Idol interrupted and says that Tyrus is ready to defend this title against his own hand-picked opponent which Jordan Clearwater thinks is him, but he comes out with Black Cheese, and Black Cheese takes the spot instead, uh, as as Jordan Clearwater is a little bit upset. So for the TV title, Tyrus defeated Black Cheese uh, in about seconds, destroys him with the heart punch. We go to 205 Live, where Drake Maverick was actually on commentary for the first match, which is Grayson Waller versus Andre Chase. Uh, Waller does win with the float over stomp, and it looks like Drake was scouting Waller, which does make sense because they did team up on NXT right after. Ike Minjiro defeated Trey Baxter in the main event with an inside cradle. Baxter actually got busted up a little bit here. This is Baxter's 205 Live debut. 
on New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong, the new stable of Bateman, Barrett Brown, and Mysterioso are now known as the Stray Dog Army, and they defeated Adrian Quest, the DKC, and Wheeler, Utah. Bateman gets the pin on DKC after a tombstone pile driver. Carl Fredericks defeated Alexander James with the Manifest Destiny, giving James his first loss in New Japan Pro Wrestling. And the main event was Juice Robinson, Leo Rush, Brody King, and Chris Dickinson defeated Team Filthy, which is Tom Lawler, JR Kratos, Royce Isaacs, and Jorel Nelson. Dickinson makes Nelson submit with the STF, and after the match, Juice Robinson was being interviewed backstage, but he gets attacked by Hikaleo, and he gets put right through a table. We go to Ring of Honor where we have the Women's Tournament quarterfinals here as Angelina Love defeated Max Day and Paler by disqualification after Max wouldn't let go of a chokehold on the ropes. So Love goes on to fight Roxy in the semifinals. And the other quarterfinal match, Trisha Dora defeated Alice Kay with Delaria Tubman in a really good 13-minute match here. I definitely recommend this match. Adora goes to face Miranda Alize in the semifinals as well. And the main event for the Ring of Honor TV title, Dragon Lee defeated Eli Isom with the incinerator knee in a very good main event here with Isom coming very close a couple times. On WWE Main Event, Jeff Hardy defeated Shelton Benjamin, and the Viking Raiders defeated the Lucha House Party. And the WWE Network Conditions of the Week, Progress Chapter 119, and another episode of ICW Flight Cub. I would definitely check out my reports on PulseWrestling.com this week for uh, NWA 73, as well as the Empower show. The Empower was the all-female show. Uh, very good show. Very good matches from uh, Deanna Perrazzo and Melina. Uh, 73 was good as well. Uh, Ric Flair's speech, if you guys haven't checked it out, definitely check it out. It was like 10 minutes long with a live mic. Ric Flair pretty much thanking a lot of people um, from Vince McMahon to Tony Khan and kind of talking about the state of wrestling. And the one line he said that I did enjoy was the fact that he said, not everybody can sign to the WWE. Not everybody can sign to AEW. So we need more territories, which is pretty much the basis of Shot in the Dark is to kind of cover all these territories like NWA, Ring of Honor, MLW, uh, and so on. So yeah, I definitely agree with him. Uh, more territories, more promotions, more talent to kind of go out there and, and shine and make a name for themselves. That's it for this week. Um, I'm heading out to Chicago, so uh, I will be here next week for Shot in the Dark. Uh, it might be later than usual, but I will definitely have uh, a 15 minutes or less recap of all the shows, including the AEW Dark shows from Chicago that I'll probably be checking out. So that's it. You guys can catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO. Right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things. With a program that complements your regular recycling. Because plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was hoping hard-to-recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag program happening in your neighborhood today.